Yes, everything sounds good right now. We're, we're going to roll with it. Okay. We're doing it live, but a good kind of live. Is it? <laughs> yes. Are we, are we officially back or are we waiting for a break to come up? Wait, 10 seconds. Okay, thank you. Yeah, this oh. is just on the air, us bantering back and forth. Yeah, it could be. So, it could at be. This point, <laughs> listeners are calling saying it's great. At this point, it's charming. Um. Attention, attention. Stop what you're doing. Because we're coming back to the Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Oh, my God! They went a little crazy with it, and I appreciate it. Now let's get back with Hal Sparks radio program, Mega Worldwide. Oh, you know, some, there's just some things that just make you feel better when they're back and they're working. And even though I can't see you, I'm gonna have to go to YouTube. I no, no, I sent you. I'm, I sent you video. You should be able to, but if you don't right now, it's it's you know. Uh, it's I, not because I don't want to. All right, I'll make it happen. Don't worry. There we go. So hopefully that'll do it. Um, I see a picture of Buff Hal and a black tank top and short hair. Oh, that's just better anyways, I think, personally. Um, so um, the the reality, I think, that uh, of the infrastructure bill, and I know, and hi, chat room, hi, everybody, thank you, it's loud and nice and everything's better, and it's so much, uh, I'm so happy. Um, it's, it makes it so much easier. I built my own, I rebuilt my own infrastructure while I was doing this. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <coughs> that... Um, at, at some point, um, I knew I was going to anger some folks with my take, my hot take on the no vote from the squad on um, the infrastructure bill, which I have um, from a from a both ethical and strategic point of view, I think is a horrifying mistake because. The primary one is, and, I, and this goes to the, the whole issue of climate stuff, and we're going to talk about uh, the climate today as well, because uh, with, the, with the gathering of the COP26 and the changes that they're talking about making, there is some news out of there. Some of it surprising, some of it curious. Uh, yours truly has been reading the IPCC report on, uh, you know, the, on, on climate change. The, uh, That's a lot of letters there, young man. Oh, it is. And there, you know, there's a lot. I also read an article recently about climate anxiety in youth. And the the reason why they're saying like all these kids were showing up and screaming at Joe Manchin and and Kristen Sinema and following her into the bathroom. And that there's these uh, youth activists in, in Europe that are saying that it's negatively affecting their mental health. And they're, you know, basically they're, you know, climate doomers. You know, they're, yeah. it's, they're not Zoomer generation, they're the Doomer generation now. And it's terrible for them. And yeah. for their long-term impact as activists in a lot of ways. And some of them deal with it through engagement, which is a good thing. But it informs their engagement in such a way that they get nearly shrill, and the people who are doing the work of it pay no attention to them. They, they view them as hysterical children, right? And... Um, and there's a mix of truths there, according to the IPCC report, that are that's important to talk about. Okay, this is not it, there. There is this vacillation that people think that if you don't care, if you don't gloom and doom about it, you don't care. 
And if you mitigate people's feelings of gloom and doom, you're a denier. And, and the reality is broadly in the center yeah. um, of a lot of, of moving towards better progress. Um, and and I, I like in going through the report, there was just some things that stood out to me that I think are fascinating. But but when it comes to the infrastructure bill, the no vote on it, people are, you know, on on sort of the hyper progressive left are taking this as them making a stand or fighting for what they believe. And this is their kind of they're making a statement about, you know, the fact that they're not happy that the other vote isn't getting passed, which will never be reflected in the overall historical record of the United States in any meaningful way. It's not going to, people aren't going to look back on this infrastructure bill and the possibility of the reconciliation bill that was running alongside of it and the possibility of those things still working forward and the idea that these nine people that voted no on it were taking a stand that measurably did anything, right? It's just going to be it will appear as political posturing. It will go down. Yeah, that's all. It's it's not going to look like, oh, these people were really trying to make a point. No, it's it's going to it will look like what it is, which is um, politics on the demands of their particular constituents. And in that way, it, it would be one thing if they didn't actually vote on the bill the first time and had no intention of voting on it later. But the fact that they did it as kind of a, a foot stomp is what undermines their position as and this is the tactical part of it honest negotiators going forward because one of the problems we have with the outsized power that mansion and cinema have is twofold one cinema's a lunatic and she's never going to vote for the reconciliation bill in its form she may take whatever mansion agrees to but she's not paying any attention and she's got some hardline lines that we're not even aware of she's not a fair negotiator she's not at the table there's no yeah. legitimacy to her conversation at all and pretending there is, or thinking you can manipulate someone like that, is fantasy. It's absurd. And if we had 60 votes in the Senate, or Republicans were actually doing their jobs, we could have a conversation about all this, and it wouldn't be a big deal. But right now, we have wrestled the Senate to a 50-50 split with Kamala Harris being able to do a reconciliation vote on that. And that's where reality is. And so we have to deal with the fact that cinema is a crazy person and you cannot negotiate with crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, this is... Uh, no, I mean, that is the reality. Her, yeah, her reasoning is, is both either financial or lunacy or the idea that she's going to be the next Arizona Maverick or a combination of all three or none of them and we just are going, she'd rather go on a bike ride. It, uh, there is no there there. And when you're negotiating with someone like that and you are taking hostages to do it, and you know you have no leverage over that person, then you are simply shooting yourself in the foot. It, you, you really only have one option in that circumstance, which is to stack all the wins you can and let pressure grow on the other stuff that, because people are enjoying the popularity of these programs and that you feel like you could grow the you know, Democratic roles in the Senate over the next couple of elections and then really get the stuff you want. Because that's... That's how life is. This is the United States isn't a speedboat. It's a it's a giant cruise ship, and it's slow to turn. And that's just the reality. Joe Manchin, unfortunately, gives, I believe, some people the illusion because he negotiates on some things and relative good faith, and he's a conservative because Biden got twenty three percent of the vote in West Virginia. 
that dude is representing his people. As nutty as it is and as much as it might pull that direction, he also thinks he can run against it next time. He can run against, he can cut that 3.5 trillion down in half. That is the ad he runs next time. If he gets the 3.5 trillion down to 1.5 or 1.7 and it ultimately passes and the stuff that his constituents like is still there, but they're shortened, means tested, and and they exist, but not for everybody, and we're not trying to... Yeah, I was going to ask, what about, like, all the good this is going to do? How do you run on, hey, I'm going to take all that away? Do you just lie? No, no, he's not... That's what Cinema's doing. Cinema's doing, like, it's a mess, and I have no interest. Manchin is running on the idea that, yeah, we need some of these things, but they don't have to be that expensive. They can be means tested. I don't want to add to the deficit. We don't want to run up taxes on certain people because that's my donors. And, and, and people in West Virginia are the type of voter who think that one day they're going to be at that donor level. They think they're going right. to be rich one day. You know what I mean? They're, you have to understand yeah. the mentality of a lot of folks. And growing up in Kentucky, there's a lot of overlap in this. A lot of West Virginia. And there's a, it's the way the people in trailers are defending Jeff Bezos. That's right. They resent. This is a real mindset. And people know this. People, uh, honestly, people in my chat, I guarantee know at least one person who thinks this way or sat next to somebody at a bar who's talked like this, that they resent that the government is going to take half of their lottery winnings the day they strike at risk. <laughs> and they live with that resentment all the time. They are more. They're just they're preemptively angry about it. That's right. That they're going to re- they're going to win the mega lotto. And the government's going to take half of it right out of their hands. Bastards. Oh, I'm so- That's right. There's, uh, they'll, they'll just be sort of permanently angry about this. Um, and, and we have seen this. Hold on one second. I'm going to uh, pop you out and bring you back there, Johnny, because you, you froze up on me for some reason. There you go. Now you're moving again. Um, <clears throat> they really do think this way. There's a lot of voters in West Virginia who really do think that way. And they'll, they'll gripe about it. And they're more angry at the government right now. Ooh, they'll seethe about it. Oh, sit down and talk with them about it. They'll go, you know, I, you know one of these days, you, you, know, you, you play by the rules, you win, and then bang, right? That's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> um, that's very strange. Um, you, you dropped out. But that, they, they will seethe about this. I am not kidding. This is, uh, sorry. Um, and thank you, Natalie. Oh, my goodness. Here's my 20-minute uh, sponsorship. Love you. Oh, thank you, Natalie. Appreciate that. Um, that and, yeah, we got to take a break. We're come back after this. But that's, what, that's what you represent. You can negotiate with me. Take a break. Well, we lost you. You just came back. Oh, I did? That's very strange. Oh, look at that. I didn't know I was lost, and yet I'm found. Okay, we'll take a, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back, and we'll try to make sure that that was. We'll try to make sure that that right. We'll be back right after this. It's the Alspark Radio Program. Mega we're in commercial. We just start a commercial. Yes, please. Yeah, we lost you, so I just went straight to play the music, and I'm like, oh, and then you come back, of course. Right. Yeah, Johnny's dropping. Hey, it's been in. a crazy day. I think the demons and gremlins are here. I think so too. Like, there's some there's some kicking in and out. It must be. Yeah. God. Second. Paul's not here. My today, connection so I seems him. okay. I just ran a test. It mm-hmm. could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my my internet power's pretty good here too. So. 
And I see a Tweety Bird where you used to be. There you go. Um, now you're moving. And then now I'm moving. And then I'll see if it might take a moment to hide. Hi, chat room. We're working this out. This is good. This is fun. Um, there you go. Now you're moving again. It seems okay. Yeah, I think that was just a hiccup in there. So, Johnny's fine on YouTube. Good to know. Yeah, I think it could be the playback yeah, on this particular laptop. I think it's having if you. Yeah, and I'm still not seeing your video on the Skype call, but it's okay. Okay. I love you. 60 seconds, Jens. Thank you. Save myself some processing power. Pull this guy out. Over here. See if I can fix some of that. This may help, or it may just wreck everything. I mean, that's what I always have to do. <laughs> yeah, check, check. Why is that? Yeah, there's a bunch of freezing going on. It's very strange. back and I'm back and I'm back here um, and I'm back so I see hey look at that some of it's working there you go yep can you hear me uh yes I can yeah I can I don't know if I can hear I don't know I don't know if I can hear me at this point I'm yeah. not even going to worry about it anymore. I really do. Um, no. <laughs> That's just the re like at this point, it's such a, a cluster bunk that uh, I'm just going to deal with that. And that's just life. There you go. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is it is completely unclear to me. Like, this is one of those days where I'm clearly days where I'm right. clearly and it's just uh, it's just falling apart in that regard. Johnny's very loud all of a sudden. So very odd. What is happening with this? Check one two. Check one yeah, two. You sound great. Sound great to me. I don't get it. It's so it's it's crazy going nuts. The whole thing is kooky. Um, and of course, uh, Queen Feet is falling. Queen Feet is falling. we lost Chicago. That's good. You know, just just. <laughs> I blame Slipknot. Yeah, I just got a message from Devin. Yeah, this is... Oh, I'm hearing it right now. Feedback. I think it's jumping around trying to fix the audio on this thing, and, and it's all choppy on my end as well. Very weird. There we go. Apologies, guys. Apologies, Jen. Apologies, guys. We're apparently live. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. Um, Man, we're back. Hey, that's what it is. Oh, I think I know what's happening, and that's a lot of fun. Um, apparently, um, we are like losing uh, power on on the computer, which is good. That's another thing. So we'll fix that. Oh, I'm running on battery power, and it's panicking or something. Um, 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 so one second, if I may, and I'm just going to have to do this just to save myself the trouble. always something. It's just always something, uh, Johnny Million. <clears throat> and perhaps getting, we'll get, hopefully we'll get better and back from the edge of this. Hello? It's going to drive me cuckoo. 
But, um, and in this particular case, I'm going to need to run you a, uh, a new audio source so I can hear you. Um, <clears throat> so, there you go, Johnny. Are you there? Can you hear me? You, yeah. Say hi. Hey. Hello, one, two, one, two. Yeah, I hear you. Um, ever so slightly, um, ever so slightly on my computer to hear you because apparently death and destruction. It's just like, why who cares? Um, the, the bill itself is everything to celebrate. I would just, in, I insist. It, this is... Um, and, <laughs> For real. And nothing to be mad about. And nothing at all. And the interesting thing is, there's, I've heard two big pushbacks in the last, whatever, you know, 16 hours as I stayed up late listening to the wailing and gnashing of teeth on Twitter about how it should have gone and what would have been better and why, you know, it was, you know, a massive betrayal, a and massive yet a betrayal. tremendous victory. Um, in, that in listening to, one of, one of the defenses I heard was that it's actually worse for the environment and that without the reconciliation bill, um, it it's a, Cleaning it up, cleaning it, it up, is damaging to the environment. There is a tremendous amount of green energy positivity in the infrastructure bill, not the least of which, of course, is charging stations across the country, um, a smart electrical grid, which will eventually lead to the sunnier states being able to sell electricity um, that they're getting from the sun to other states, right. sun to other states. Um, I love Lavalier's. Yep, I'm in old-timey radio. I will. Um, I will work on both those things, guys. Um, it, it's so funny because I get notes from the front when it comes to uh, the it, so, like <laughs> audio, but it takes like it's like uh, it. You know, it, it takes like forty-five seconds. So if I fix something, I can't tell if it's worked or anything. Um, yes, I know. I, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I'm, I'm picking this up where I can, kids. I, I you know, and and we're and doing the best I can with what I've got. Um, I think maybe the easiest thing for me, and this will probably for a second, but probably. it might actually solve it for them, is uh, switching those entirely. Um, let me let me be abundantly clear how I feel about the infrastructure bill. Um, the political win from passing the infrastructure bill in August would have had enough like tailwind um, to push the reconciliation the, bill um, allowance higher. Would have pressed it towards the 1-7 zone as far as its direct expenditure, maybe 1-5 once it gets passed. It was never going to pass in the $3.5 trillion form. Never. It was never intended to. Right. It was a lesson of the Obama years which was ask for everything, and by the time they're done, and by the time they're most. done, the problem was is that the the progressives were under the impression that you get everything you want, and that negotiated opening was sort of the Obama number because Bernie's number initially was six trillion dollars, right? Because his argument was we need six trillion dollars in in infrastructure spending. Um over the next 10 years or what have you. 
seven years or what have you. Truth be told, we probably need closer to 10. We're not going to get that in direct expenditure, though. We never were. The way you're going to get that is through an infrastructure bank and through seeded programs that build on themselves so that cities can create bonding issues and the government can back them up and they can provide them with bonds that are cheaper and then they can do grants to solve certain problems, specifically bridges that take a lot of interstate highway traffic, which is the, which is the responsibility of the federal the government and the combined nature of the United States is that um, you can have crappy dirt roads, Virginia, if you want them. You can have you know, uh, gravel, nothing, bumpy roads with giant rocks in them, Nevada, if you want them. But the roads the trucks are going to cross over and the roads that commuters and tourists and all those people are going to travel on have got to keep everyone alive. They have a responsibility. They have a responsible and uniform on some bigger scale. The interstate highway system has to have a quality that you can count on state to state, right? That's the issue. And currently it does not. And partly that's because of funding in states. Partly that's because we've been ignoring it. Partly because people have been, they've been, you know, patching holes where they can. And, in, and, and there was a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, um, perfect being the enemy of the good happening regularly for the last decade, two decades, especially when it came to infrastructure. And um, uh, somebody said, hold on, in your uh, uh, perspective, the War Defense Department gets $7 trillion. Over 10 years, they have a $2.5 trillion, and then there are in Afghanistan, then- which, by the way, we are no longer in, thanks to Joe Biden. Um, everybody wants to complain about how messy it was to leave, and nobody wants to admit that that's why nobody else left before, because they knew it was going to be that kind of messy. And all of the deaths, I will say, uh, fall soundly at the feet of Donald Trump, because the reason there was a crush at the airport that required the extra security in the last days was none the of the work days leading up to the evacuation was done in the previous year. From the day he made the deal, he did nothing to move us towards that deal being completed. He hamstrung the SIV prospect. He did not get uh, um, people out of the embassies the way they should. He didn't uh, draw down the civilians that were there. He didn't honestly engage with the civilians who were living there who we might want to get out so we don't want any American get out behind, all of that stuff. So um, uh, that I lay soundly at the feet of Donald Trump. Uh, come at me, bro. Um, but the important thing is that this bill passed last night and Trump ran on it, getting us out of Afghanistan, right? He ran on it and it's infrastructure week. You know, everybody can agree on that, right? Right. Greatest communicator ever, you know, post Ronald Reagan, but probably better if you really think about it, using everyone's, you know, quality. Um, That's a reality. That is... Uh-huh. Now law. We got to take a break. We'll be back right after this. It's the House Mark Freedom Report. We're the we're the we are.